what is being exploited? Uh, so there are, so basically all software cannot actually generate random numbers. They right. use algorithms to simulate. And so uh, a couple of developers generated a set of tools that allow you to exploit the game's internal random number generator to get any type of Pokemon you want. And mm. so it makes it um, interesting to basically hack around the game. And Josh, what are your thoughts on this? I feel like Josh is a purist when it comes to the Pokemon. I, I've, I mean, I've done it before. I think I told oh, you this okay. before. I got that's how I got a shiny Arceus. Well, never mind. Because I, I just know you were always so upset with Michelle and her, like she was buying uh, her way. Most of her stuff is is like hacked, like like that's that's the problem. Though. Yeah. So there's a difference. Her, RNG is yeah, like legit. You're just exploiting the game. You're not going in and exit and hacking anything together, and it's not going to uh, okay. show up. Not cha- Yeah, you're not changing any code specifically for that Pokemon. You're just, you're. It's it's a specific point in time that this Pokemon will exist. You just got to get the right frames. Yeah. To for it to okay. happen. So basically, you're figuring out when the most optimal time to execute your action is going to be in the game to get yeah. what you want. It's it, it seems easy, but it, it isn't. It's it's work. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of dialing back, adjusting numbers, adjusting your figuring uh, out what you caught. Yeah. You're like, okay, I was off by like one frame. The most frustrating is when you're like bouncing up one frame and down one frame for like several tr- attempts, and you're like, God fucking damn it! Yeah, that's when you're. Yeah, that's when you just like, if you're losing that much. Or going back and forth at that point, you just gotta just gotta get the timing right. You know, you're right yeah. there. You yeah, gotta... you can't even configure like adjusting the the time won't even help that much because you're literally right there. Like, what if Nintendo is just an arm of the the secret world cabal, and this is how they're just training us for when AI takes over? This is how we just kind of enter the matrix. We're playing a game. And somehow like we know that the code will fucking execute perfectly at this one moment. You have to, you have to get it right. Yeah, bro. Did y'all see how much or how people are acting with the fucking Van Gogh Pikachu? Like, oh my god, I, bro. I, I, this is news to me. I, I almost sent, I almost sent Zainab to Amsterdam to get it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your ticket. It's so, not first class. You'll just have to suffer. So Pokemon did a. Uh, collaboration with a Van Gogh museum and they made like a Pikachu with the hat, I think is what the card is called. And it's uh, of the same self portrait that Van Gogh did of himself in the same artwork. And people went nuts on eBay, re trying to resell these things. Mm. I mean, granted it's a nice, I mean, it's just cause it's new. You just have to wait like a few months and all the people that got in at a bad entry are going to be trying to get out. So, you know, it's just a waiting game. Yeah. Never buy anything right away when it's resold. Either you get it whenever it comes out for the baseline price. And if you can't and you have to wait, just wait a while. You can get fucking 50, 60 percent lower. Yeah. Didn't, isn't it on the Pokemon Center? If you buy like a certain amount of whatever you call it, you get per purchase that card. So it's like there's going to be no, a lot. I think of you can only get that card in the actual museum gift shop. Okay, so it's probably going to be... Is it only that, or is it just going to be later going to the Pokemon? It's, I don't know it, what I read on Cerebi, it's only that. Okay. So what do you think Van Gogh, who was 
once thought his life calling was to be a minister and that didn't work out and wanted to change the world through his art, but he, I think he only sold one piece while he was alive, cut his goddamn ear off. What do you think he would have thought that his artwork you know, would be imitated into a Pokemon I, I could see Van Gogh actually loving Pokemon, dude. He would be really? like, this is the greatest game in the fucking world. Like, I'll cut off my balls for this game. Like, <laughs> Well, he'd, he'd have I mean, a lot I of downtime, right? Because, like you know, he wasn't that popular when he was alive. That's so. true. So I, I, I sent a meme in our Discord. It was like Van Gogh watching a bunch of grown adults come to his museum for a kid's game uh, kids game card instead of his artwork. And it just shows like a picture of like a face as a sky and it's illuminating like light from his face. <laughs> like, Well, I mean, it's, it, it's, like, it's bro, supposed sure. to be in collaborative. Like they did the other artwork series with uh, the Screaming Pikachu. You see that one, Josh? You know that screaming, screaming painting Pikachu? where it's like oh, the like yeah. looks like an uh, alien, it but it's mu- like screaming. Munched? It just is that looks, pic- yeah. The painting is that the artist name? I I don't know that pic that painting always scares it is me. But they creepy. did a series of that with Pikachu too, and so I think this is like a continuation of the art series of it, and um, it's just to bring attention to art and get kids right. engaged and whatever. I mean, but look, I bought a Van Gogh Rubik's Cube when we went to the Van Gogh exhibit one time. So I mean, I mean there you go, dude. <laughs> I mean, nothing is more touching than a fictional episode of a show called Doctor Who in which the doctor takes Van Gogh from the past to the future to see how much people appreciate his art and how the actor's crying. Yeah. And you can just be like, oh my God, Van Gogh knew he was appreciated in this fictional <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah. So fucking Doctor Who, who Bill and Ted his ass. Just uh... Pretty much. I saw Gen Xers aren't having sex, Junior. Is it true? <laughs> I mean, I've I've had plenty, so I mean, if I don't get any more, it's okay. But I mean, I'll, I'll still have sex. I'm not, it's not like I'm doing. You know what I mean? I, I what did, did you read the article or you just sent me? The, no, it was the behind headline. a paywall. I was oh, like, okay. mm, nah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to look it up and read and see what was going on, and then I'll let you know. I'll be like reading the article like late night commercials when it's like, do you suffer from? Yes, I do. That's me. And then, do they still have commercials like that? It's like, do I suffer? Yes, I oh. suffer every oh, day. Oh, yeah, they have commercials for... I mean, I don't even know sometimes what the drug is and what it's supposed to be affecting because they'll just show pictures and I'm thinking, is that psoriasis? What is that? I, I don't know what they're selling me here, but... Um, Must yeah, be they weird to watch pictures. regular TV still, dude. Bruh, yeah, it freaks me out. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a sports like guy, so like I I still see commercials, so um, for sure, it's so weird. For sure, just commercials. Yeah, like, commercials are a weird concept. Yeah, like I go to the break room and they'll have the TV on, and it feels like all the commercials are for old people. It's like because it's the only people that watch and... fucking TV. Still. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird, and it's like, do you have a problem going up the stairs so you can get life alert and this, this, and that? And it'll regrow your hair. Like literally everything that is just for for people that are just getting up in age. Which you know the zeitgeist. I Julia had to write a college paper about some commercial something. She had me like edit it, so it literally was talking about the Ford and Chevrolet commercials and how they. And Julia would be like, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s like me, and I'm like, Jesus world, you know, like, oh, yeah, because, for sure. because like you said, like who watches I commercials, mean, who younger kids, they, they're they pretty much unplugged. It's either on YouTube or 
I mean, we see ads. ads. We call them ads now, bro. <laughs> Which is the same thing, basically. It is. It is. That's why I said we call them that now. Ad- Adversements. What? She, it was for Ford. Ford commercials or Chevrolet. She was using both about how they both would reference each other in the ads, right? Uh, so I mean, she described like I think it was Ford that was like towing a bunch of Chevrolets up a mountain. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that commercial. And, like, Chevrolet's response was, they just towed the mountain. Runs deep. So I was like, oh. I remember, I don't know. They're newer stuff, though. Like, their commercial, Chevy Runs Deep, is like, was their catchphrase or their, their thing. And it was always just like, oh, it runs deep in the family. He's like, I remember my dad having this old Chevrolet, you know. You ever see that commercial where it shows him and his dad black and white? I remember photo, my dad was him. a Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if they is made that commercial, it would probably, I would buy that. <laughs> my dad was a Chevrolet. Yeah, what about you, Josh? What about you, Junior? Is that, did y'all, is that what y'all were doing? Commercials? <laughs> Watching commercials. Uh, whoa, doctor? Is that doctor? Getting up yeah, in yeah, there? Yeah, he's trapped. Let me, let me let him out. All right. You just hear in the background, like, <laughs> and then you hear jo- the cat slap him back. Man, I, I probably said this on the podcast before, but it remind just hearing that cat, and then he was like, hey, "Shut up!" I think of the Simpsons with Mo. Hey, 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 he shut like, up! Yeah, he's like, "I'm asking." Her. <laughs> That's funny. No, I mean one. Uh, you know, we got a. I got a new television delivered oh, on Monday, oh, yeah. and uh, Big Papa. It barely fits. Yeah. <laughs> it barely fits the TV stand. It's it's pretty huge. When you sit on the couch, you're like, "Damn, that's uh, that's a lot of TV." Um, and then so I finally connected the sound bar too and everything. So nice little setup. And then he has a fuck his fifty inches right next to the sixty five inch. So he's watching Se- two seven, games. Seventy five inch. Let's get it right. No. Seventy five. Oh my inches. god. Sorry. Dude, Sorry. Oh my god. I almost got a ninety. I don't even know where we would have put it because it wouldn't have fit the fucking TV stand. Right on the wall. Yeah, I probably would have mounted it. But uh, yeah, enjoying that. I, off. I had to travel a little bit for work. And uh, now, yeah, just yesterday got a little too tipsy for, you know, once we started watching Thrice Upon a Time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start drinking some of this wine I have in here. And uh, I kept drinking. And the next thing I know, I was waking up and Josh was here from work. And I was like, what time is it? He's like 1030. I'm like, Jesus. I don't even know when I went to sleep or what happened. Like, just went yeah. too hard. Tale as old as time. Tale as old. Yes. Ju- weekend, weekend Junior drinks too much. Yes. Stop the presses. But <laughs> <laughs> it had been a while though. It'd been this eh, about twenty, almost. I almost. I basically almost said three weeks of so sobriety. So, um, but yeah. And then I woke up but to then find you fucked it all up, bro. Yeah, I know. Which it worked because I woke up and I, I won a ten dollar bet. On a sixteen parlay, turned into two hundred twenty bucks. So I was like, "Okay, there's that." And then, is this what I sounded like when I was talking about trading all the time? Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why you know, hey, we all have our flaws, dude. You know what I mean? How dare you? Dude? I am a golden <laughs> god. <laughs> I guess let's jump into the fucking movies, dude. No anime is what I'm gonna go ahead and say. No anime. Okay. No, no anime. No anime. Um, I like it. So we're I finishing. Forgot everything. I forgot everything on this third movie. Yeah. You did? Like, I don't. 
I meant like for watching it again, I don't remember a single thing. It was like fresh to me. It, that I always remember feels the good. fourth movie. I, I remember the fourth movie. I just just this third one was just like yeah i would look at josh Josh would be like i don't remember this and i'm like okay well (laughs) awesome because i I would have questions i guess i did not expect it to be even though i kind of read the synopsis and josh like why did you last week like that it said it was 14 years in the future but my question is when they were opening that the the third movie uh what is it you you can not Not redo. redo yeah um was that Shinji in that multi that multi dimensional cross that uh, uh, Oscar was trying to stop and, and get? It like tore open, and then she saw an eye. She's like, "Stupid, just Shinji. Why don't you help?" Was that him so, inside of that? So, I'm pretty sure that was Ava Unit One inside oh, there, and okay. Shinji was still inside the plug. I think. Oh, okay. That's what I think happened, but they also say a bunch of stuff that makes it seem like he's a clone. Yes, provisional Shinji, right? Yeah. So, so maybe they're saying maybe they're saying that also to be like we don't know if this is actually Shinji or like an angel. You know, we have to be extra careful. Like we don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah. So we were watching. We watched. You cannot redo, and we watched Thrice Upon a Time, to the close penultimate, out. and the final movie. Mm-hmm. Of the rebuild series, of the rebuild series, which yeah. who knows? Maybe they'll make a a precursor movie about Gendo as a young kid, right? Um, I would watch that, or they could just do it again in a different version because that's right. Ultimately, maybe they'll do a Netflix live action mm. after they see the success of. Uh, I mean, what's his name? Was it Guillermo del Toro? Who yes. who did oh, the wait. fucking Pacific Rim? Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, mm. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, he tried. Maybe have H- yeah. Hideo Kojima on as a, as a as a creative producer or something. Oh, dude! I know they like each other. Uh, they do. They're friends now. <laughs> I mean, I don't know their relationship. Completely. Although I did see I'm a sure clip they... recently where Hideo or Guillermo del Toro was talking about Hideo Kojima. It says like cinema is his light, like is is in his heart, and and that the stuff that he's done and. And that he recommended something. He said basically Kashima was very stubborn. Like I suggested some things that he was going to do for. I forgot which game he said. And he goes, and then I watched it, and he didn't do anything I told him. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. The man, like, if you ever play any of his games, it's it's like watching a movie. Like, at least for the cutscenes, right. he's like, you have the gameplay section, and then like when you get to the to the cutscenes of the movie or the games, it's it's literally like unique shots very and it's a video game so you can manipulate a lot of the lighting and you have a lot of more freedom for how you want to make these camera shots quote unquote because there's no cameraman there is a man adjusting these angles and it, it it's pretty good and his storytelling is a little strange but it's really good and convoluted a lot of his stuff is convoluted but that's a style you know you know she's a little too old to play the part but if it was if it was a, a live action like it would have been nine. The the actor that actress that plays in Queen Gambit, Queen's Gambit, what's her name? Oh yeah, she would yeah. she'd be oh, good, Oscar. Yeah. I think. Maybe yeah, I kind of see that. Um, I wouldn't know, but like, I mean, obviously, we wouldn't want to whitewash like Shinji and I, all those. Movies. I mean, I think they should keep them. It all centered in Japan. Obviously, right. it should be a Western produced uh, project, but they keep it mostly Japanese uh, characters, and they do introduce like anybody that might be like you know 
Western, like Oscar and and Mari. I guess is that her name? Yeah, the four eyed crony. But I don't know what fucking yeah. Mari is, dude. She could be anything. Yeah, she was from the European branch, right? She was from Europe, but I mean, they worked close with Nerve, so they could have just been transferred there, you know, from Japan. When she on on like the fourth movie, she broke into the to that ship, and then I forget the second hand man to Gendo. He's all like, Ma- is Mari he... Iscariot. Yeah, Mari. Ma- Iscariot. Yeah, I was like, bro, what is this? like? Because she was part of Nerve, was like everyone was part of. Well, Nerve I mean, if you look at the the flashbacks, whenever like the whole final sequence is happening, whenever she uh, Gendo's a kid and he's hanging out with Yui, she's there. Did you not see that? I thought that was Oscar. No, no, that was Mari, dude. That's what. That's why it makes more sense that he already the the lieutenant or the second command to Gendo knows her. Fitzku is his name, I think. Right. I I don't remember. He's like a character that I don't care about. I'm like, <laughs> well, I think they kind of made him more central to this one, at least. And like, he's the catalyst for giving Shinji some information to help him. For sure. Um, yeah, he's like, hey, man, you want to play this game? The, everything you believe is a lie. You're like, oh. <laughs> what was fucking annoying is like in the, in the fucking subtitles, they were like Japanese chess, but in the fucking you know actual language they were like shogi and you're like why don't you just call it shogi like yeah i we had to turn on this the subtitles a couple times because i couldn't understand what they were saying and that's kind of did ultra- you watch it in english yeah we watched the dubbed ones and i that's why i don't care to watch the dubbed ones because i'd rather where did y'all watch that on why amazon prime it was on Am- it was on Prime. Y'all could change the language to Japanese. I tried it. It didn't let me do it. I think it literally that's just weird. said dubbed. I mean, I watched on Prime and I, I was able oh, to switch okay. it. Well, maybe I'm an idiot. I mean, that's not a maybe. That's a for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, yeah, and, and that's kind of ultimately, I remember when Josh was like, when I was watching initially the series, Josh was like, you know, you can do the dub version. And I'm like, I, I prefer to get the literal translation uh, in the subtext because like when you do both, when you do the English dub and you still have the subtitles, it's saying different things they translated different yeah and, and i would prefer that as opposed to some you know somebody who i don't know i just feel like something gets lost in translation because like you, you do it, it it is 100 percent right. true uh like i remember accident we, what was this it was Ant, super android 13 or whatever dragon ball movie we were watching and uh there was like a, this one scene when goku was using his uh, spirit bomb and went super saiyan at the same time and I accidentally, like, I guess I threw the remote down and it went to Japanese and it put on the subtitles and it's, it was Krillin. He's like, oh my God, he is so pure that he is able to go Super Saiyan while using the spirit bomb. And I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? And I looked that up and apparently there's so much lore about like, yeah, you can't because it's uncontrollable rage and you're, you have to have a pure heart to go yeah. to use a spirit bomb. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude? You didn't know so yeah, that, he's junior. I mean, well, I guess now, as a kid, bro, I, guess, I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But so yeah, Junior, it's it, you're losing a lot in and and that translation if you don't watch in Japanese. So it's 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 and it even whenever they translate for the subtitles, they fucking take liberties. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see that. Well, um, one of the ones, and I know, I guess we're just talking the whole thing here, both movies basically, right? When she was giving, when Mari was giving Oscar a haircut, and she's like, I something she was just Oscar was complaining about hair and why does it keep growing and. And she said something along the lines of like, oh, yeah. 
God, desire, corruption is in the hair. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, Pentecost was right. Like, you know what I mean? Hmm. <laughs> but she, then she said it's a, it's a growth from the, of, uh, it's something about the, it's like growing from the chaos of humanity, but we had subtitles on at the time. And it said in the, in the translation that it's a continuation of the chaotic human mind. And I was like, oh, that's more along the lines of what's being conveyed here. But we went with mankind instead, like humankind. Mm -hmm. like, you know, like it's just like that kind of stuff. It, it would have had more impact if it would have stayed that translation. So why, right. why they decided to say that in English as humankind, I don't know. Like it just makes more sense that it's the chaos of the human mind growing in hair. Which I was like, Jesus, and that's that's what we grew up. You can't cut your hair if you're a girl, right? But which also made sense why men couldn't have long hair, because then we would be too powerful. I, I don't or too desirous. I don't know. I don't know. It just all it's <laughs> they would want to fuck. Yeah, us. <laughs> like relig the religion we grew up in is much like these movies. You just don't know. There's so many things that it could be and where they're getting their source material. But um, right, it's very interesting. A lot of those things that we talked about last week. The, the use of Christian religion and how they kind of convey it. It's very interesting in these two movies too. And then also like the fight scenes are just fucking, especially the fourth movie, Thrice Upon a Time. It's just I was like, what in the fuck Agreed. is going on in here? Like, so let's circle back to the beginning. Okay. okay. Let's, let's go back to, you cannot, you cannot redo. redo. And we'll say last week you left off. I don't know what's going to happen in these next movies. Right. Is this what you expected? launching 14 years later complete departure from the anime what are your thoughts i mean i guess yes and no right because i mean they leave it as you know the, the third third impact is happening right at the end of the second movie mm -hmm. um he's becoming he's awakening the evil ava awoken because of him right and his desire to save uh ray right so but yeah, I was not expecting it to be what we saw. Like I knew I read the synopsis. I knew there was going to be 14 years of the future, but the way it all, they presented it and the part three, like, you know, I was like, holy shit, like what the fuck is going on? Like, this is, like you said, it's a departure from what we got in the series. But I did notice as the movies went on, both of them, like you would see similarities from the series, right? Like in part three, he meets Kairu which, you know, he did at the end of the series. And some of that still plays out the same, right? Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, it is, it is a, you'll see the crumbs from the series, but yeah, it's completely, you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know. It, which I, I think is good because like, it, it gives you more of a, a payoff because, right. you know, I watched the series, I watched two movies, they're basically the same. Am I really going to have to watch another movie? Like, I mean, at that point, we didn't know if there was going to be a fourth movie, right? We just, everything was following linearly, and you're just like, okay, then this last movie's going to wrap everything up. And I guess he was like, nah, I want to tell a different story, or I want to finish this in an interesting way. Right. I agree. Uh, so that was nice, I think, that they went this way, and, you know, at least give you something new to experience. Josh, your thoughts, since you don't remember anything about part three? watching it part again. Part three is the one you don't remember or part four? Part three. Yeah, part three is kind of weird, bro. It's like, I'm honestly having a hard time remembering it now. I just remember he came back and then he played piano with his boyfriend and then... 
Which was yeah, is that is that what was it? It was very much Which is what broke back mountain esque when they were laying there. Bro, have y'all never had love? Like, do y'all not experience love? What dude? Are you t- <laughs> Poor Shinji. Why do you feel attacked? Poor bro? Shinji, dude. Poor Shinji. He's never had anybody give him any affection in his entire fucking life. Like he he's attracted to Asuka. He doesn't know how he feels about Ray. It's because he's fucking Ray's a clone of his goddamn mom. Exactly. And like there's all the he he wants his father's affection and Kari's just like nah bro it's okay you're, you're worth, special you're, you're worthy of <laughs> my grace yeah <laughs> exactly and you know I think it's beautiful it's a truly beautiful thing how do you think it plays into the Bible story about whenever those angels went and visited Lot and the men were like no we want the angel you think Kari been like hey I'll take it. You're worthy of my. Gr- yeah, you're worthy of my. Well, gr- it could also be that the who was it, Jonathan and David were so close. They loved each other deeply, like brothers. And and some Deep. some people have uh, alluded to you know they had a relationship as men. So well, I mean, maybe, but also I think that's just the perversion of people who don't really know love. Okay, you were all sick minded fucks. Whoa, okay. Why Y'all you, need to project what we is going need on to here? open the gates of Guff and unbirth humanity and create a pure sense of soul because y'all are corrupt. Well, and look, I'm not saying so, there's like I'm just saying like it the way they shot it, it's very like alluding to that. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm kidding. Or, guys. You know what I mean? I'm just saying like I know you, you, you had that they they made that tension. No, I mean you saw you saw Shinji blush, dude. Like that's an obvious nod in anime that he's like, oh my god, I love you too. Right. And the, by the end of the third, right? So he he he. One though, I think, and this kind of will tie into the fourth a little bit, but um, we realize that they are under the impression that the Ava pilots can become deified, basically, right? Because that's that little thing around his neck, a deification, whatever system to ensure he doesn't awaken another Eva. And well, that I thought that was just a, an explosive device that they could trigger in case they needed to. Right, it is, but it's because they realize that these. Because remember, she's he's like, it's been fourteen years, Oscar. You you look the same, like why? And she's like, it's the curse of the being an Eva uh, pilot. So. Somehow it like deifies them and keeps them at that age. Because the, the Ava, not the no color. the pi- the pilot, the pilot themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. well, it, I don't know if it deifies them, but well, like I, mean, I can see what you mean. There's like uh, there's the there's the corruption that starts to occur, especially if you go back to the last movie where the pattern started to change. It's like blue pattern, right? We're seeing blue pattern sure. where Oscar is fucking being corrupted and right. basically becoming like an angel. And yeah, what the hell is up with that? Like, I don't feel like they explain. Maybe I'm losing it. Like, she took off her eye patch and pulled out like an entry plug out so, of her. So eye there hole. are some things you have to like suspend your disbelief over and just let happen. Oh, you th- no, not with this. Sh- <laughs> what are you talking about? Not with this show. Yeah, really? like when the third jumping a little bit of four, like in the beginning of the fourth, and they're like talking about like the toxicity of the wherever they're they're in Paris trying to purify it, and it's like. Uh, oxygen's like 3% below norm and carbon, all this stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where the fuck are they getting all the materials to build all this shit? Do you know what I mean? Like, the earth yeah, is scorched, bro. Like, so, 
it, it does have you yeah you do have to suspend your disbelief a little bit but it is a very um i just think overall these last two movies are very interesting like way to take the story that we knew and and, and just kind of really you know expound on it in a different way right and you have familiar familiarity with the characters from the series so you kind of see little blips of like oh this kind of helps this makes me understand that more like these movies in general i think make me understand the series more you know what i mean kind of have a little bit more understanding or, or relate to what that was presented but um i will say in the third one i told josh and and the beginning of the fourth so how they kind of reset Shinji in those first two movies, right? From the character he was in the series. By the end of the third and the beginning of the fourth, they had basically taken him back there. And I'm like, God damn it. This was not what I wanted to sit through at the end of this movie. Being like, well, at the end of the third, he's he's more decisive, right? He's he's kind of becoming what he is at the end of the fourth, but at more peaceful at the end of the fourth, right? He's like decisive. He knows what he wants to do. But he's not being a fucking foolish bastard and being right. following the whims of other people. At the end of four. But at the end of three, yes, he's more decisive, but he's basically being Gendo. I can save yeah. us. I can do this. And then he basically exactly. fucking, you're like, God damn it, Shinji, again? Like, you did this again, bro? Like, Which, again, I know it's a kind of a, especially kind of how they kind of wrap it up is this has happened many times before, right? So yeah. the series could have been one iteration of it and now here we have another iteration of it and that's why i wouldn't mind them going to a third iteration see how that looked this time around right my, my thing is like they okay so the th the the near third impact happened right and they're trying to prevent a fourth one from happening it's like how much of the society or not even the whole world how many people have died not okay so half the population maybe even more i forget how many people died in the in the second impact you can only imagine how much happened in the third and then the fourth happened and it's like just let it happen at this point yes. just reset everything <laughs> yes, man dude. like it's there's nothing left man well, that's what are we the fighting thing. for like, that's the thing okay first and foremost this is something i want to say all the events of fucking the third movie could have been avoided if um, Masato had told fucking Shinji what was going on oh, when yeah. they were on the fucking ship. Yes. Like, <laughs> hey, third impact happened. It's been 14 years. You know, I, I'm kind of mad at you. You didn't know what you were doing, but, but why? You know. Especially when they do the flashback of her. <laughs> yes, do what you what you desire. Fulfill your right. wish, right? And now I hate you. Yeah, I fucking hate you. Right. It's <laughs> like, been fourteen years. She's she's mad at herself, to be completely honest. Right. Um. But like that whole all of all of the all the mistakes could have been avoided. But I can understand. That's the part of humanity we we like our individuality. We want to struggle. Like that's the thing they don't understand. Even if things reset or, you know, the human instrumentality project happens and we all just become peaceful, one soul, like they don't, well, the people that are fighting against it, what is it, Willie? Um, yeah, Willa, I think it's what Willa. they say. Yeah, they have very interesting names. Well, to in, in Japanese, they call it Willie because they love to pronounce the <laughs> E. <laughs> um, with, on, with on, Vunda, on the Vunda ship? Yeah. On the Vunda. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I, I can see wanting to, like, fight for even the last little portion of humanity. And, like, I mean, it's depicted perfectly in the village whenever they're there for that peaceful time. And, right. you know, yeah. not a Yanami fucking dies and turns into fucking fanta it's just <laughs> Dude, josh kept saying yeah. the same thing bro like she just turned it's, into it's orange in the fandom drink. bro yeah it's it's in the fan it's it's in the fanta it's in the fandom it's in the like, fanta bro say, it's in the, it's fanta. In the fan <laughs> yeah but um no and you know when you were just re- referencing the human instrumentality program when they were diving down to uh you know him and Cairo and in, in, in Angel thirteen, uh, Ava thirteen, and when he sees the black Lilith and realizes, oh, Gendo's been playing me, right? He, yeah. he he's like, who? Are, what are all these? He's like, these are all the people that 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 didn't want to merge, right? Like the souls that didn't want to merge. And so, do you? Oh, think- when they're going down in Jap- in the Japanese, he says these are all part of the. These are all the Avas that didn't become part of Infinity. Oh, it said Avas. Yeah. Oh, uh, see. So um, yeah, I guess the and, and then in the fourth movie, they when they're diving down through that like area that anybody that's tasted forbidden fruit mm-hmm. couldn't go through. They're like, oh, we're going through Ava Infinity. Okay, so Did they call it that. In no, it was the, it, well, at least the the first one they did that, say Ava Infinity. I thought, yeah, on the on the fourth one, yes, but on the third one, no. Remember, he was like, those are the souls that didn't want to merge to the into the whatever Kyrie was saying. Because hmm. yeah. yeah, so at least in that scenario, I kind of one of my interpretations of it. And if y'all agree or or have a different thought, but is that what they're trying to say? Hell is is that the people that want to continue to have their individuality even after life, and that's what hell is, as opposed to giving so, yourself to the unity of the afterlife and finding peace with all with everybody. That's interesting. So, like, in the movies, you find out that we talk about the impact basically opening the gates of Guff, right? And I think they say in the fourth one that an alternative name for Guff is Hell. Okay. And so, I mean, if you look into what Guff is, did you guys look into that? Where that originates? No, no. No. So, it's a a Jewish or a, a Hebrew term. And it, the basic idea is like, it's the place where all souls come from Mm. souls waiting to be born into a, to life, all these things. That's where that's the place. And so the idea, then you can extrapolate what the human instrumentality project is. When you open the gates of guff, you're trying to return all the souls of humanity back to the un, the, the, the place where it comes from and basically unbirth humanity and put us all in this pure state. And so, like, the idea that this place could also be hell is so weird to think about. Like, is hell being all together or is it lack of individuality like Junior was kind of, like, working toward? I mean, it's a... It's a I feel like that, that would be heaven then because... At least in heaven, it would be all one mind, one accord, right? And God gave us individuality. But that, that's how we right? interpret it. That's based right. through yes, our lens, our Christianity. Just because it has so much, you know, Jewish slash majority Christian, uh, whatever you call it, uh, stuff in there. 
So I I would just assume oh, because God gave us free will is like individuality would be more. It would be hell, going against like. God's will, right? Go, having individuality, yeah. I guess, no, no, yeah. not having individuality because God gave us free will. We're saying we don't need free will, <laughs> or they're trying to in this. Hmm. Wouldn't that kind of play not into sure. like the the last key they made because? Yeah, God gave us free will, but we, with that free will, we just we sought knowledge, as opposed to immortality, right? Mm-hmm. We we sacrificed that to to have knowledge, and and so free will with knowledge can be, a, I guess, a very destructive thing. Um, even though humans are trying to always build to a better future, um, I think humans' main creative force is destruction. But yeah, I mean, it's just interesting. I I do. I will say that these last two movies in a very unique way, really like kind of puts a different twist on a lot of these very existential thoughts and ideas amidst among like this crazy fourth impact scroll, Dead Sea Scrolls, like fucking prophecies and epic fucking battles, right? Like you're just like, oh, wow, there's just so much shit to kind of make you think and like try to you know it's an interesting way to put all this information out there um because one of the ones i've always i mean one of my theories or one of the thoughts i've had before and and i still haven't i think maybe i I read something once where like the mind loses a certain uh, when you're dead like the weight changes by a certain um weight and it's equal to like I forgot what it was. Something that happened right after the Big Bang. It's equal to the same type of like measurement. Something like that. Now, it could be misquoting it or misremembering it. But when I read that, I thought, is that all it is? Is that kind of our, we're here to collect? And because they, they mentioned that in the movie, right? Like all of human knowledge and stuff will be one in the consciousness, right? Like build the universe's knowledge. And like, I, when I read that, I was like, is that what's going on? Is that we, all of us on this lifetime, we're creating this base knowledge that each individual has. But when we die, it goes back into the universe to help the next big bang, the next creation or whatever it is. But that's, that sounds amazing. (laughs) I need to get high because that sounds amazing right now. And they kind of allude to that too, a little bit. I think Gendo was saying it. Uh, when he was finally talking to Shinji. So it's just a lot of stuff, though. I will say, even though all everything that's happening, the action, it's just, there's just so many layers that's going on. I think at one point, I remember thinking, this is kind of gives me a feeling of paprika. Like, it's just as far as just like all the stuff that's, you, you could try to unpack. You could watch it multiple times and pick up something different. There's, like you said, man, there is so much in there. I wish I could, you could probably write a good, like, essay about this thing you could teach a class pull. yes you could probably you could teach a class yeah which breaking news man fuckers we're gonna put together a little class a youtube class for uh this 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 series and movies coming soon smash the smash the link you know button. what i thought you know how we taught you brought up the the fight scenes being epic like there's the part at in part four where the avas are fighting like the infinite avas that are just yes. keep coming I'm like, dude, there's tons of them getting right by you. Like, yeah. you're not killing all of them. They're going to hit the shit. I mean, Mari was a from. fucking slayer, bro. She was just, she would take them all on by herself, basically. Yeah. 
I, I wish there was more information on Mari. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. It's super unfortunate. I mean, obviously, or maybe not so obvious, or it seems like she has history with the original team that put together the Ava project. And I think maybe the team that basically triggered this, the second impact. Right. Really? Well, I mean, wait, wait, wait. that was the, the team like uh, Masato's father who was there whenever the, the second impact happened at the South pole. Uh, I think they were working with like the Yui's team, right? Jesus. How old is Mari then? No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like when you looked at the sketch flesh flashbacks, she was there with Gendo and it basically seemed like a relationship that, you know how Asuka and Shinji's relationship is. It seemed like Gendo and her also had a similar relationship, but Gendo had Yui. Hmm. And wish you think she was an angel bro or some other thing that wasn't well i mean if far beyond i mean so the ava project been going on for a while right maybe she was the original pilot and she also has this curse to not age right oh yeah that makes sense damn bro but that this is all speculation whenever he was 14 bro i think maybe she was originally in love with gendo and so maybe this is an extension of her Mm. love oh shit that makes sense yeah okay because he looked almost the same too, he just had glasses. I mean, right? they were basically the same, except Gendo's a fucking psychopath, <laughs> right? It's willing yeah. to sacrifice all of humanity. I guess not really, because like we're all together. But like <laughs> that building that fell on me—that hurt you, son of a bitch. It's like when you're all together. It's like, <laughs> oh, here and now, what are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna kill us? <laughs> what did y'all think about the end? I'm trying to remember. So three in, I know how it ends. They're walking into the thing, but like the soft nod to touch grass. <laughs> right. But Kairu sacrifices himself, right? To stop the fourth impact. To close the gates of God. To close the gates of God. But it doesn't happen because Shinji's also like a key to keeping it open. So they have to pull him from the plug. Right. And that finally closes the gates. And then they just start to walk off. And <clears throat> I'm like, okay. To be continued. I'm like, and these movies were seven, like almost seven years apart, right? Three and four. Yeah. So I wonder. And almost uh, before that last one came out, people were like, "It's never going to come out. They're never going to finish." I it. was going to ask that because I was like, "Man, they just ends with to be continued." I'm like, "Damn, bro, can you imagine?" I mean, I can only imagine if like, obviously, I have the luxury of it being complete to watch it, right? But a fan's like, "Okay, when's the next one coming out?" Like after three years. Well, I mean, four years. when did the first one come out? Like it was, it's been like. 20 years yeah i think the I first think. yeah the first one was eight right yeah it's 2007 i think and then okay and then the second one came out like oh nine or or 10 2010 and then i think yeah the redo was 2014 i think if i remember and then 2021 so i think there was a point in time where we were waiting on it and there were like interviews that had been talked about or people had been talking about it and it was like he's not working on it he's depressed right now like we don't know if he's ever gonna revisit the project <laughs> wow what's new <laughs> <laughs> right exactly I, sometimes i feel bad sometimes for ano like but uh, yeah he got depressed and he he wrote what he wrote in the original tv show right and then couldn't finish it because he ran out of money and then got all those death threats. You don't think that man got even more de- suicidal or depressed? Maybe. When- I mean, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's crazy to think, but like, he's obviously or hopefully made a fuck ton of money off of this franchise. 
Like, I don't know how you couldn't. The merchandising alone, they've partnered with all kinds of different fucking... It's like, a mech, bro. They gotta make money It's not a mech, bro. We've been They're over angels. this last week. They can be an action figure that <laughs> yeah, there can you be go. sold for money, dude. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, no, I mean, so there was a long fucking period, and I really like how the last one starts. Let's just say that. Like, okay, it, you, uh, you start right in action in Paris. She says sorry to the fucking Eiffel Tower after destroying it. Then after that, it was 40 minutes of Shinji just being Shinji and but i did well, i mean wouldn't you be fucking depressed dude you fucking are an idiot you watched the only person that gave you any real love fucking get his head blown up i mean it was shinji's fault for killing him i mean he didn't kill him indirect directly but it was indirectly he he, he literally ta- everyone was against him at that point yeah, once yeah, he yeah. got in there they're like I don't think we should do this. Yeah. No, we should do it. And he's like, that's not the spears we're looking for. We need Longinus and Cassius. Yeah. Like, and, and then they and just... he went Gendo. He went Gendo, basically. So you do so, see the similarity yeah. of Shinji and what causes Gendo to be what he is. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah. the only good part of Shinji, you know, pouting and, and, and quiet for like literally 45 minutes is you see Ray or the lookalike find a soul right like this it's humorous it's touching like you know why do you say thank you and why do you say goodbye right and it's just and you get to revisit like these kids that mm-hmm. you know somehow fucking survived yeah and I didn't like that touch yeah yeah that was really nice yeah and it's a great to what josh was saying earlier about it's literally the fourth impact and you know all this stuff is happening and that's why shinji's all depressed but you see all these people they're just they're still trying to live Right, gotta make the donuts. Yeah, and they're uh, even uh, the class rep was saying something to Ray about you know, yeah, every day can be repetitious, but it makes the good, the good moments better, and you know, you have the good and the bad, but this life is repetitious, and then when you have the good, it makes it better. Like you just, it's just you know, you're just living through life and trying to find those moments, and Shinji's over here just distraught while everybody else is like living and trying to do better. Shinji yeah. is being Shinji. And, but I think it also helped what I always knew. And they kind of set up in the movie first two, like Asuka had a crush on Shinji. Like, you know, she was like telling, giving him the business and still checking up on him and then telling Ray where he was at. Like she was still taking care of him, which prompted her to say to Mari, he, she, he doesn't need a lover. He needs a mother. I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa. I was like, damn, dude, Shinji could have had a threesome with Mari and Oscar, bro. What an idiot. Like, that's why he's an idiot. That's that's the reason why. Bro, you really think you'd be thinking about sex with all this fucking insane shit going on? Bro, what, what did you say earlier? I feel like, like that's true. You said earlier about something like just a minute ago about like, can you like what he what he went through? Like, I'm like, come on, bro. This is me. Yes, I would be like, I'd be over it, bro. Cause like you have to be, right? Like you can't like maybe i mean it's it's real easy to say that from the position of not being in it i mean i've been in some moments so for you, sure like you you just have to that's the whole point of the setting of the of that village is like dude you you got to keep trying to live man like we are literally the people that have paid for your con- the consequences for your mistakes and we're still here living and trying to help you cuz we like you like yeah which which did help him, I think, 
find that peace at the end. You know what I mean? That, Agreed. Um, which again, I, I, I felt like they set him up differently, more tolerable in the first two movies. And then they did that at the end of three in the beginning of four. But then, yeah, I think at the end you're like, okay, I understand Shinji's journey. His father, he was just never put in a really good situation. Right. And always looking for affirmation and love and connection with people, but not knowing where he fit in on all of that. Yeah, man, it's heartbreaking, dude. The whole story, dude, like everybody is just trying to connect and little did they know they just needed to let that human instrumentality project fucking happen. And yeah, they could all be together. Like, that, that's like, is who, cause if you really think about it, who is the bad guy here in the whole entire show? God, I would say. <laughs> He's like, bro, look at these things, bro. They're fighting each other. They're literally the same thing. They're the same species, bro. And they are literally killing each other, man. I don't know why I think God has that voice. <laughs> yeah, man. Like He's like with the other deities. He's like, man, look at these things I created. They're so fucking stupid, bro. Like, look at them fighting with robots that aren't robots. <laughs> that aren't robots. I told them not to eat this fruit, and they totally did, bro. Like, <laughs> it's reverse psychology. They did right what I wanted them to. <laughs> and bro, it's literally the code I wrote in their brain, bro. Like been using this new python whatever this new python script (laughs) fucking got them going bro they're so that's why they thought it was a serpent that told them it was just a python script bro. (laughs) (laughs) yes uh uh, but you know it's interesting because the 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 you ask like who's the bad guy in all of this well if you look through the filter of the human instrumentality uh, project they were all equally the bad guys in this, right? Like, or, or or had relation to it. Masato's dad is the one that first did the first second, created the first second impact, right? And then Gendo mm. plotting all of this and Shinji being a key, like everybody kind of, like the main players, they were all a piece of the puzzle. Like they were all, so in reality- They're playing their fucking fate, dude. Right, and so in reality, is there even, even any villains? It's just everybody's- affects the outcome some way and at least you can look at it that way right yeah it's just that you know we all all the world is stage and we all have a part to play and they all did they all literally had a part to play in all of it like every character although i will say in the fourth one they did like just start throwing shit out there that you didn't know happened like Kaji sacrificing himself being fucking Rogue One over Yeah, here. that I was hoping watching three again this time, I would fucking understand where that happened. I was like, how did they stop it? How did they fucking stop this? Like, is there a comic that came out that get right. bridged the gap? Like, what am I missing? Also, like, didn't they? Which one was Unit Six? Because I don't remember. They're like, oh, that's the thing that helped stop the third, the near third impact or whatever. That was the one that Oscar was Unit in. Six. It. She was yeah. piloting. Was that mm-hmm. it? I thought. So who that's... piloted it then? That stopped it, or was it actually her that helped stop it? I don't know. Because it was like attached to Lilith, like like it, it cut off its head. Yeah, I again, again, I have no idea what the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah, there, like. Man, like <laughs> Okay, that that's fair because no, it was just implied, and then a small flashback scene. Is and and that's it. how she had that. Like that's why they had that little plug in her to fight off her deification. So when she tore, well, it I'm out, just gonna look this up right now. Okay, so that that's why when she tore okay, it so, out, remember? Because remember, I told you, Josh, when her eye lit up blue, I'm like, 
Why did with the cross? literally like all I had to do was type how did Kaji and it's the first thing that comes up stop the third impact. <laughs> and they kind of set it up in the second was it the second movie when he's telling Shinji like protect Masato like so you knew that he was going to like when they start saying that in the fourth movie I'm like okay like I guess they left a little nugget that he was going to sacrifice himself i I mean i guess he knew zele's uh scenario then because he he already knew it was up so a bunch of people are like they don't say we see kaji entering a helicopter in the flashback and then we see near ground zero the remains of a helicopter and then somebody's has that they deleted their user said my current working theory is that kaji unleashed the 12th angel which was in a portable containment device as per euro nerve at the ground zero of instrumentality taking place, which then went on to trigger the failsafe protocol in Mark Six, mm. which was likely operating autonomously. However, because instrumentality was happening, Kaji was coerced or coerized, turned into LCL, and his VTOL crashed as we see in 3.0. He sacrificed himself to get close enough to trigger Mark Six is failsafe. Okay. So that makes so that sense. That was his theory, or is that, that he, that's what somebody's he, current theory is? Okay, okay. It, it it sounds pretty plausible, right? I mean, again, when did Misato and him fuck? Well, and see, that's like that's the piece where you, you, the series just kind of fills it in, right? Because yeah, they exactly. Did, you you just know, okay, in the series they did start banging again. So I guess this iteration that, that's when you can. Uh, yeah, you can overlap some of the parts from part the TV show and put it in there because didn't they fuck in there like mm-hmm. a couple times? Yeah. like after. Like, well, before know. the f- third impact, though. So, like, that's the yes. confusing yes. part that they had to have had that kid because he looked like he was like fourteen. Like, so maybe they were having some sex and they just never showed it. Like they let. Yeah. Because yeah, he was like f- like fifteen, sixteen when he met Kaji Junior or whatever in the little field there with Kinsku or what's his name? His buddy with the glasses, the the jack of all trades. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they call, uh, Oscar always called him Kin Kin in the Japanese fucking. Yeah. And so, yeah, so they must have. Oh, could they, they do reference that. She said something like, you would have went with him if you weren't already expecting. So when he sacrificed himself, they, she was already pregnant. Hmm. So, they, yeah, they were knocking the boots again. But in the series, doesn't she kill Kaji? Oh, I no. think you're right. Because there's this, it's it's in a small flash where it's like, what's going on? Because, or is it the he scientist shot, that gets killed that kills him? No. Oh my god. Which that know. kind Here, of I'm, play, I'm a search that played into like uh, what's the blonde headed uh, doctor's name? Ritsuko. Ritsuko. She she shot Kendo again, and he kind of references this again. Remember, like he she killed him in the series. Mm, Remember, she sh- no, she tried to. She, she, she shot him, to, but then she yes, yeah, I don't know. So that's why she shot she him in the him. head this time, and she, he was like, I thought he pretty much like alluded to it, like here you are. Because in the TV show, he killed her, but she shot him first. I thought before he killed her. Nah, because he was he was there chilling with Ray and doing putting Adam into his hand and some weird shit. Okay, so maybe I mean she tried to though, right? She tried, okay. yeah. And I assume so it that's says what the murder took place in episode twenty one of the anime, The Birth of Nerve. 
The episode featured Kazuki betraying Sile by rescuing Kozo from the, their custody. This was despite the fact that he was one of the Sile original ordered to kidnap the nerve deputy commander. Later, when he was by himself, he casually looked up at someone and said, you're a little late, aren't you? Before the screen faded black and a gunshot was heard. He was clearly expected to die. Many believe who it was, was either a member, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and then it says one of the people fans have theorized the ki- is the killer is Masato. So Which, I, cause, but why would it be? Because she was getting interrogated in the TV show about it, right? I think it was her. Because, like, he was going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then why did she cry over? Oh, no, that makes sense to cry over. She had yeah. a voicemail, remember, about Kaji's like saying, like, I know what I need to do. Like, she was her first time figuring it out. Though. Then why did that make that doesn't make any sense to me? Well, she remembers she had to, like, if she thought he so, was being a double agent, like, yeah. So later, when a solution has been found, she's given her gun. She asks where he is, though the person she asked doesn't know. Between this scene and the next scene, Kaji is killed. The episode ends with her coming home uncharacteristically depressed. She's She listens to Kaji's last, last message over the phone and breaks down crying. Everything about how her story is presented makes it seem like she is directly involved in the murder. So then when she hears that message, she realizes yeah. that... You she know, shouldn't have done what she did. Yeah, she what he wasn't betraying them. He was just doing what he needed to do to protect everybody. And I mean, if we're to assume that those events indirectly changed in the movie, they were also sleeping together right. before she had him killed. Which in the beginning of the first movie of the rebuild series, she knows she goes takes Shinji and shows him. Lilith, right? So, like, she knows this mm-hmm. information. So, maybe this iteration he shared with her sooner. So, she's yeah. more involved, right? And so... It's interesting, yeah. But, yeah, it was very, like, when it was being relayed, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Kaji did what? Like, why? Where are we getting all this exposition? Like, I'm like... Yeah. Just out of nowhere, this guy's the hero. The real true hero. And they had a kid. And Masato's pissed at Shinji, even though she's like, do your heart's desire! In front of everybody. Like, we got Well, I mean, seats. she kind of, like, so that last sequence when she's like, this is the last thing I can do for you as a mother, it kind of felt like a double meaning to both Shinji and fucking her actual son. Because, like, Shinji was originally, like, her kid. Right. Right? And there's uh, the whole reason why she couldn't be a mother to her actual son, a part of it is how she fucking failed Shinji, you know? Even though in the series she made out with him and said, come get the rest of this after you're done. Yeah. Excuse hey, me. Man. <laughs> Relationships can be weird. <laughs> it's like the fucking sister and brother and fucking face off. That's, that's what's going on around here. Oh, yeah, dude. I completely forgot about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weird. So Shinji's fighting his dad. What are your thoughts on that whole sequence? I... I personally liked it just because it did what it uh, did with the old instrumentality of the TV show and the end of Evangelion where they had the flashbacks and it's like, oh, why are you the way you are? Or tell me what you wish for, you know, all that stuff. 
and it, we see it through the perspective of Gendo, and we're getting a lot more uh, details, uh, finer details, I guess you could say, because most of this is implied of his how he's similar to Shinji and what 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 he what his purpose of doing all this is. So I I like that because more more exposition about Gendo. Obviously, you've talked about the creator being depressed, and I think he definitely works through a lot of that through that relationship and ultimately i think i said something to josh when they were like fighting each other and i go so at the end of the day we have a father and son who both have the same fear and they're literally destroying the world trying to you know be more vulnerable with people and uh but yeah it, 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 <laughs> it's because so they even set it up with oscar before she deifies she's like why why am i scared of this angel right like so because it's like, how does it, how does it have AT field right now? Am I scared of it? So that means when you have fear, you create a, a wall, right? And so that Gendo says the same thing. When she, is that what she says in yeah. the English version? Yeah, that's what she said in the English yeah. version. So in the Japanese version, it says, "Why is Ava Unit Two scared of this?" So it's not like she was scared. It was the Ava. It was like the Ava knew something she didn't mm. in that moment. Like this, something bad's about to happen. So then, what did Gendo say? Because Gendo kind of says the same thing in the English dub. He's like, w- like when Shinji tried to come to him, or some of the, the AT field came up. He's like, why is there an AT field? Like I thought Houston, the human instrumentality had already happened. He's like, oh, am I scared to? I don't know what he said. Like connect with you or whatever. Yeah, I think that's basically the same. Okay, in that version. So yeah, I mean, it's very. I think I do enjoy that because you you realize because Shinji, his friend with the glasses, Ken Ken was like, you know, you, you your father's still alive. Like, just talk to him. And so he finally realizes. Let me just hear what my dad has to say. And it's basically, <laughs> it's like almost a mirror. It's almost a reflection he's seeing from what his dad told him growing up and how he felt and all you know everything that transpired. So. Um, but, you know, obviously, at the end of the day, Zach, you know, you and I have suffered through the, uh, oh, he made him understand. Like, it, it had that touch to it, but it was more, I think it was more impactful. I think it, of all it the movies. It was done well. Yes, it it, it all, fit. Yeah. Of all the movies and books and stuff, like, okay, that, this fits that, like, coming to an understanding. It was like, you weren't alone, Gendo. I left you your fucking son, you piece of shit. And what did you do? I told you to take care of it. You love me so much. But you can't honor my fucking wish to take care of fucking right. Shinji. And that's beautiful because when he Shinji's about to sacrifice himself, he gets pulled away and it's his mom. And he's like, oh, you were always in me. So I'm like, or you were always with me. Oh, you always with Yeah, in me sounds weird. You always with me. Yeah, it does. Like you were in there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it. And, and you know, I, I think because they even did it in the in the series. Like I've always, I always enjoyed the. Trans, like when those moments were happening like it happening in a train like you know what i mean like here you are you're you're transitioning between these places you're traveling and you know they did it in the, in the series and they did it in the movies and I, I, I like that like that's where you go to sort through your thoughts right and communicate and, and, and try to understand this part of the journey i'm on let me sit here in this train and figure like you know that's the good a nice representation. I thought I always kind of liked that. It just felt very real. Like, because I think I've had dreams when, like, there's a certain place that I go in certain dreams, right? And it usually means something. So, like, it, I, I like that piece, that little thing, which 
when they end it, he's sitting at a train station. I'm like, wait, is this all like, was this all in his fucking mind? But at least they showed the little DSS thing around his neck. So you're like, okay, no, no, it, it actually happened. No, he restarted the, a new universe right. without Evangelion. He basically Ashton Kusher it, right? At the end of fucking... Right. He uh, killed himself at birth. Well, he could say, yeah, he said he killed it at birth. He's just like, I will let them live their own existence over there, right? Because he was on the opposite side of the tracks. So he's like, I'm... As long as everybody's happy, that's all he cared about. Right. And he got the girl with the glasses and the big boobs. Yeah. I mean, he's winning. What did you think about that? I would have liked to see him end up with fucking Oscar, to be honest. Yeah. But that's the relationship from that Ashton Kutcher movie. Well, I forget which one it is. Like Butterfly Effect. Butterfly Effect. Yeah. It just, that's the one that, you know. That causes the trouble. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how, like you said, he didn't, he didn't know how to feel about Ray, but he did like Oscar. Like it just, it's very confusing, right? So better just to let them have what they're looking for and I'll get this consolation prize which isn't that bad of a prize. Yeah. I mean she's I mean I mean this what that alternate ending or that new beginning we could call it the end of Evangelion what it actually is which he says in the movie like um I think that's it, it's a beautiful ending dude and with mm-hmm. that that song did, did they have that song? At the end, it was, I don't know. They gave it. It was in Japanese. So. Yeah, that's a fucking banger, dude. Yeah, there was a couple because Josh was like, "What is?" Oh, I was like, "Hey, why are the subtitles?" I was like, "Oh, it's just music in the background." Because <laughs> all of a sudden it would like start giving English subtitles, but the characters were saying something else, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the music." So there was a couple of good songs at the end, but yeah, I do remember that at the train station. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is good." And I think another, you know, huge part of the significance of trains is just like in Japan, you know, train travel is like the huge fucking. It's huge. Yeah, man. Right. The bullet train, bro. So a lot of people have a lot. A lot of people are on a train a lot contemplating Mm -hmm. life. Contemplating life. And I mean, like you were getting at, like, it's a transitionary place. Like, it's a place between places. Right. there so what what, what, what were your thoughts about the kendo and his interaction there at the end when they were battling it was really cool i mean i i liked how it was like flashing through different things and then there was even the scene where it was all just a, a stage where they were fighting like it was like all these things were like filmed and it kind of gave i i don't know what movie i saw or there's this show and i won't spoil too much but there's like their universe hopping and there's like at the end of the second season the scene and then it cuts to you don't know if it was actually happening or not because the person falls and then it's like they're filming it for the show but the show is like in an alternate universe and it's like this whole weird thing you're like what the fuck is going on type Mm. of situation but it 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 really i don't know it was it was a pretty intense moment um yeah especially like when they're fighting showing the units fight each other and like they're going into all the different scenes from the series right like the classroom and 
this and that. And you're like, oh, wow, this is, this is really done really well. As they're going through this battle, they're, you know, having these different scenes to, like, take you back and realize this has been this whole journey through the series, through the movies, and this is it. This is this is going to be the end. And what happens here is, and I, again, I agree. I think it ended well. I, you know, I wasn't disappointed in the ending um, at all. I, I prefer the ending of this than the ending of the series. Oh yeah, there's more, there's more closure. Yeah, but I mean, I think it, it makes it all the better that the series ended the way it did. It makes yes. this ending better. Like it's it's so weird how things that w- probably weren't intentional at the time ended actually contributing to the story later on. And I mean, I you can do that through writing. You're like, okay, well, we had this, but. It's interesting because even further on, like the things that they left out, like fucking Kaji dying to save everybody, like it adds this element of what really happened. And you get people talking about it and thinking about it more. And it's like it's like an earworm. It's just there. You're thinking about the series longer than you, even though you've it's ended and you're, you've walked away. It's still with you. Mm-hmm. And Josh, you said you remember this movie more than three, like. What 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 do you remember most about this movie, the fourth one? Well, Zach will probably shit on me, but the the lookalike part always kills me, makes me sad. It's like why why would I shit on you for that, dude? That was sad, bro. <laughs> like I remember the other day, it was like a couple weeks ago. You're like, of course it's whatever. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, <laughs> bro? It's it's so heartbreaking that whole scene, dude. Like they built it up perfectly, only to fucking have it ripped away turn into fonta dude Mm. yeah man then we get the other the other ray that wanted to play the or the the wanted to give the dinner party and everything yes and and we're just gonna leave and we're gonna leave the other ray in the dust you can't bring them both along well i think she she just i think she got a soul i think she merged with her bro because like remember she's holding the doll they're all part of the same thing they're like pieces oh goody i like that then remember because she one when he finally finds her she's like I tried to pilot this thing so so you didn't have to. And I'm like, oh damn, bro, like, fuck. That's just that was just like a touching moment. And then yeah, when he's asking her what she wants, she has that little makeshift doll, which was kind of weird, kind of creepy looking doll. But that's when I realized, oh, that kind of was... looked like Shinji, bro. It, it like a uh, facsimile of fucking Shinji's, and it, it ties to like how she's kind of right. Shinji's mother, and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so that's when I realized, oh, the soul of the lookalike merged with the the ray from the dinner party ray. So I'm like, oh, that's nice. But I, I do, I I do, I love that lookalike. Like, just just like it just seems so pure. Like, why? Just the questions she would ask. Why did? Why do you? Why do you say goodbye? <laughs> right? And then you're like, oh man, this is this is nice. You know, have I? Have I spilled sweat? Now is this what you call work when she falls in the, in the water and you're just like, damn, bro. The most touching thing was that like throughout all of what's happened, cats were still around, dude. Like, I love that shit. I was like, holy shit, bro. Cats find a way. I mean, you have to. If, if rats survive everything and cats eat rats, bro. I mean, yeah, you gotta figure. Cats don't eat rats, bro. I mean, they will eat a rat. They will. Like they will hunt that's that why, That's why they have cats in the mafia, dude. What does Doctor think of uh, Evangelion? Does he have an opinion? He loves it, dude. He sits up and watches it, and he's like, 
I wish I had a good relationship with my father and looks at me and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so y'all prefer the rebuild than, than the, than the, I prefer it all. Yeah, I think yeah. I like to look at it as a whole to be completely yes. honest. Yes. Okay. Good. Cause it is a whole. Yes. It's I, a whole I, lot of crazy I, shit. I will say that. And I said it earlier, like it does make me enjoy the series more. Like it's it, it, it all, it's all together. Right. Like, so, you know, it, it it just, you see parts of it in the movies and then they go a different way in the movie. And then again, you realize when he says at the end of four, when he's realizing like, this has happened many times, like this is, you know, you're one of the keys and he's talking to Kairu again. You're like, okay, this makes sense. Like it all makes sense. It's just, uh, you, you think know. he's ever going to make another one? I hope he just does. Because... I mean, the, the, this has been going on for coming up on 30 years dude i wouldn't be surprised if at some point in the future they wanted maybe i think it would be interesting to do like a backstory about before the before times you know like the second impact the team and yui and like yui yeah. thinking she could direct interface with the fucking ava and that disappearing would actually inside. be good because we yeah, we'll get a shit ton of background mm-hmm. on what's going on with them and then we'd even have even more probably finer details of what the the purpose of what the the Lillian and Adam accidentally coming to Earth and, or some shit because there's like only one seed that was supposed to hit Earth right yeah and we got two one on the moon and one on Earth which was like the the dogma the central dogma right yeah the black moon and then we had the actual moon yeah we got two they they got we got two by accident instead of just one which is like an it was an astronomical accident right is how it started or some shit yeah i mean i think it's supposed to be something like the seeds of life were being spread across the universe by some fucking being that created i guess at least even the angels and somehow we ended up with two right yeah because the yeah because adam was the thing of that birthed ava's and then the other one was lillian was the one that birthed humans and everything that we have right yeah or okay and I then think we, it's at least I think, and then we could see in that precursor, like also like who the fuck Sela is. Yeah, we could have that. It could just be like a fill in the gaps. It could be called Evangelion Gap Fill, and we could even get like fucking <laughs> Kaji fucking saving the, that whole episode. Yeah, the, the years in between while Shinji's gone. Like, what the fuck were they doing that whole time? Right, for fourteen years. Obviously, they were building up Willie. Yeah. And, you know, purifiers or whatever. And somehow being able to create a ship that has a spine that can be turned into a spear, which I really had to suspend my disbelief there. Well, because it was part of the Eva, right? Evil, evil one or whatever. But he was an evil one. Oh, that's right. Then, yeah, where the fuck did they get that spine? There's probably a spine of an Eva or some shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But if that were the case, why can't they just make all kinds of spears, you know? I mean, oh, it's because the science stuff, lady like... had really good math mm-hmm. and she figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I like that. That's funny. That's always how it was. It was like, I don't know. The calculations are close to zero. I don't know if we'll pull it off. And Masato's like, I got this. It's time we change things up. And I'm like, wow. Start so playing. there's math. And then there's like, so it's like, we want to trust the math whenever it comes down to, you know, Shinji being able to fucking create a spear out of nothing. <laughs> And then the other half of the time, in the third movie, we're like, no, I'm not going to listen to your calculations. 
I'm right. gonna go by my heart. That's okay. That's the that's one thing I like about okay. This is just the whole genre of anime. Like when they have these astronomical things that will never. He's like, there's like a zero zero point two percent. He's like, yeah, and then we're gonna we're gonna overdo it to the point of hilarity, but it makes it look badass, right. and that's the genre of anime. Yeah, because <laughs> they're just Han Solo Han Soloing it. Don't tell like me the odds. odds yeah. Yeah. Kids. yeah, yeah. They don't tell me the odds, and then they get this whole exposition of like every character experiencing that one thing. Oh my god, I never seen him do it like this before. He's like, oh, I, uh, uh, you know, you know. That's all of anime, and we got that. In, obviously, we got it in Evangelion whenever they were literally narrating as Misato was going along with the attack. You know, the over the top. Oh, we're indicators are at red. We're running low, and everyone's the like, "Wings are cr- breaking up." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like all at the right. She's like, start spinning. She, <laughs> they're like, "What?" She's like, "Do it, watch." <laughs> and and while worth while worthwhile, we have epic music going on, so and they don't even know if the fucking thing's gonna be able to take off. They've never done even right. a dry run. They're like, yeah, they're yeah. like, she's insane. He's like, that's why I follow her to the ends of the earth. <laughs> I'll follow you into the mist of Avalon if that's what you mean. Oh, in man. in the anime or in the version y'all watch with English, did y'all did they keep saying that's what's wrong with young men? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. So annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was like it was fine the first time, and then she said it like another three or two more times yeah. or some sh- in the last movie. It's a great series, bro. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what else we can say about it. Like it, it was, if you, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like anybody could watch this, but not everybody's going to get it. Right. And I feel like not everybody's going to enjoy it. And I feel like a lot of people are going to feel weird. And like it took shit on their religion. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a fucking interesting series. I think you should watch it. Like if you're interested in, in experiencing things, you right. should watch it. Yes, and 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 maybe some of the weird things would be the questionable. Which again, I understand. Y'all have told me that the Japanese just do that with their anime, but it's there's a lot more suggestive shots throughout this, the oh, movies yeah. with you know, a lot of fan service, a lot of fan mm. service. Yes, um, which I don't mind, but it's just kind of like, okay, guys, like this is this is a little too much, too much. And and, and you can ex- you can see why a lot of people like anime. At least for us, we were just horny boys. So it's like, <laughs> bro, we got a we got a lewd shot of her butt that just, just in a in a shonen, you're like, "Oh, this is amazing." Like, I I think I, I like this. anime just because it's sexy <laughs> yeah. and you're like I don't know how I feel. There's a lot of anger and fighting and also horny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's but, why they were angry and fighting. They just couldn't It's they, like you're sitting there with your best friend and you, there's that scene, but and you're like, "Hey, that turn you on and you're both talking about different things you're talking about like goku's muscles and he's talking about the girl's butt yeah (laughs) so basically what you're saying josh is probably the first half a decade we were watching anime you really didn't know what was going on you're just like oh look at that look at that and then finally you're like oh maybe i should pay attention to the story probably yeah probably (laughs) it's amazing and that's why josh likes story in his porn like that's just (laughs) <laughs> it's not a porn if it has a story a legitimate story that's considered it's called art. life bro it's called it's life, called life. <laughs> a porno is like uh it literally just starts off with, with a porno story. is like somebody takes off their underwear and you start licking their ass and spitting on it and you're like what the fuck is this 
Where he's like, dude, she just came back from the gym. This is gross. Like, <laughs> Josh, like, I need like, more context. Oh, he, dude, as the Japanese would be like, you smell so lewdly. Let me. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Mari kept smell. smelling fucking Shinji. Was like, was that just uh, her suggestive way of like is. saying like, mm, I like you? I guess, dude. Like, when's the last time you walked up to a girl and smelled her and didn't get slapped? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've never had a girl do it. I don't think I would slap a girl if she came up and smelled. I know, you know what? I do remember getting smelled in high school. Like, you know, because you, oh, what is that scent? You're right smelling? on your butthole, dude. Like, you're bending over. <laughs> I don't know if I ever got smelled. No, except yeah. when I stink. Well, now in hindsight, it's like, oh, they were. Kind of like Mario, it was suggest it was suggestive. They were trying to put themselves out there, like, "Oh, you smell good. What kind of cologne is that?" They dude, think about all the pussy you missed out on because of that, dude. Yeah, bro, I was <laughs> I was naive, man. That's I why just... Gen Xers don't have sex, dude. Because you don't man, pick up I on just... the fu- what they're throwing down anymore, dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was a, I was a young man, dude. I was very naive as a teenage boy, so. Um... Yeah, and, I, and I, I accept that. I, I understood that. And that's why I got wild when I finally got out of private school and joined the military. And then I was like, you know what? I, you, you realize that, oh, I was missing all those things because I didn't, I was just too naive. But now well, I, I mean, know. It's probably good. You could have a little fucking junior running out there. Bro, that little junior would be like fucking 25 years old right now. 30. God damn. Could you imagine? Fucking my wife's age, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That dude would be a big time asshole and I would love him for it. Or you, it would be like you and Shinji, dude. Or Gendo and Shinji, dude. Where, you know, you're like, your mother was never there for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That or you could have met the, you know, fuck somebody. And you could have experienced love, dude. And you could have a wife right now. You could be like maybe bro, there's no way fifty pounds less, dude. There's oh, no I thought you were gonna say 150 pounds more. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Now there's no way if I if it would have been a girl from high school, like this is the You the, don't know, bro. The probability of that is highly unlikely. I mean the probability that a fit young man who went to the military and all these things is on a podcast right now about talking about Evangelion or, or else a really small bro, but here we are. So yeah, true. Very true. The possibility that I, as this individual was born is like a, a billion to one or something. So it's probably higher. Dude. It's can like, I, it's almost a miracle. Can I get odds on that? Exist. Can I, how much can I place? What's my max bet? <laughs> <laughs> that was me in the fucking, the, the pre-world before I was born. Just what are the odds that you're born? <laughs> Give me, I'm giving you twenty to one. This is your day. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the under. In guff, dude. That's where you were. You were in guff. I was in guff. Just waiting to be born. Isn't there was a movie like that? That was a, a animation movie on. Was it Disney? Spirit. No, 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 was no, it no, called no. Spirit? No, it was called. Um... It, it was. He died and went there. Yeah, but he. Yeah, but he. He went to like yeah. where the little souls are waiting to be. It's born. called Soul. Oh, there you go, Soul. Spirit soul, movie. it's good. It's good the, they're different things, dude. There's the spirit, which is the fire that's inside you. There's a soul, mm. which is your eternal. I don't know. And then you have it, your will, I guess, or your your mind. Is that the? No, that's just the trash that we process mm. through everyday life, bro. 
Well, I mean, we got anything else we want to say about this before we go ahead and wrap up Novanime? Or are we wrapping Novanime? No, we no. Have one more week? No, we got we two more weeks. Two dude. weeks, dude. Yeah, we what? got... Uh, Jesus Christ. Four movies. I was thinking four weeks. No, yeah. We, we have... Um, next week is the two movies you recommended, Zach. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Your we, Name and Suzume. Your Name and, and Suzume. please don't watch them in fucking English, dude. Like, I don't know how you fucking were able to <laughs> Josh was the through. one that caused me to start watching the dubbed English in the series. I don't know how y'all could sit through He that. was complaining about He's like, man, I hate... I can't read all this too quickly or some shit like that. And I said, it's oh, okay bro, to watch it Japanese. You're deteriorating, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> it's all that drinking, bro. It is. I'm never drinking again. But, uh, yeah, so we're doing that next week. And then Josh's... We end Akira uh, a, Ninja Scroll. Yep, Akira Ninja Scroll. So two more weeks of anime, and what was it? What do we call it again? Novanime. Novanime. There you go. Novanime. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't really have much more to say. I, again, I, I think I've said it a couple times, but how do y'all feel about what I said before? As far as part what? four is a masterpiece. Um, a masterpiece. I think you it think has. You the said f- the same thing last time. You yeah. said it's a nine five, and I, I'm basically calling it an eleven. I would say it's definitely the best movie out of the four. Just because of the range of what you go through. That whole Mm. village thing, it's just, it's a beautiful piece of the movie and it helps like the resolution. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great movie. It's again, I do think it's the best out of the four. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, Oh, okay. Obviously. I have a problem when people give masterpieces because I view a masterpiece way different than another mat. You know what I mean? It's a different. What's something grading. you consider a masterpiece, Josh? Oof. Let's see. I wouldn't because there. It, it's very rarely given out. It's like I don't. Know, it's if it's so rarely given out, are you implying that you've never given out a masterpiece rating? Maybe for if you have time, maybe. But that's just dude, like, that's a game. So that's it's different. fucking polygon graphics, dude. That's not a masterpiece. Yeah, looking at it now from... Anywho, we're going on back to... <laughs> I'm just joking. That is a masterpiece. That game is a masterpiece. Yes. And and even now, if you were to look back at Ocarina of Time, and you look at it holds its flaws now... It, nah, it, 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 play I feel it like now. that game holds up, bro. Okay. So then it's it, not a masterpiece? Is it you, you're, it's, you're revoking? Then it's not. Exactly. That's what I'm getting, I was trying to get to. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, but that's, that's like, the thing. At the Josh. time, it was a masterpiece for the technologies that we have. And but how that we got means modernized. it's always a masterpiece because it's a snapshot of its time. Look, look it was a snapshot of its time. Because, like, if you go right. back and you look at art and the, the Renaissance art, right? These people were making masterpieces, and you can be like, okay, these were the masters. But you have people who are at that level now because, you know, they've practiced and they've done all these things, but they aren't producing masterpieces. It's masterpiece because at the time, they were operating and doing yes, something novel at that time. And that now, makes it always a masterpiece. Sure. <laughs> it's because it's association with time. Yes. Yes. Right. That is why. I mean, yeah, I would be interested. Cause I think I remember when we were talking about paprika mind game and I wanted to give it five, both of them. And you were, you were like kind of against five on one of them. So like, it would be interesting, like what you think a masterpiece is. Cause you do have a very, stringent criteria it seems I, I mean i don't know what the criteria is but you you just don't willy-nilly throw out masterpieces mm, yeah no it's uh it's very subjective i think it's just or objective 
it's very ob- ob- <laughs> not subjective. No, it would be subjective. I guess it can it be. It would too. be. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't it subjective? I you, think it is. The way you're yeah. saying what a masterpiece is, Zach, like through it holds up through time. It's that's, a masterpiece to me. That's an objective idea, right? Like it, that. That that is subjective, right there. When he said it's a masterpiece to me, that's subjective, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. but okay. that, that's the thing. Like people who don't appreciate art will see a fucking da vinci and be like okay that's cool and they won't appreciate it as a masterpiece i, I, I think i just know. hate i i think i just hate putting a number on something exactly like that if you can give i guess more detail on it then you're like i oh you, i see that you really respect it and it's it has look josh such de- no, no no but like you know what i mean it's like it affected me so deeply I, it has a, a part of my heart. And you're like, you know what okay, that reminds I can me understand of? that as a masterpiece to you. That, you know what that reminds just me? Just saying a masterpiece. A guy who's like, look, my dick's not just three inches. You, <laughs> if you measure it around, it's also got like, you know, it's, three it, inches of girth. If you measure from the base of the balls to the tip, it's five, five inches. inches. Like, yeah. You're like, you can't really get into things like that, bro. Like it's, it's either is or it is. Excuse isn't. me. Are you telling me I can't be subjective on my art? You fuck. How dare you? No, you can't. I just, I, <laughs> I over. See, that's what the thing is. Like, there are groups of people who collectively decide what art is and what the masterpiece is. And the rest of society who has no fucking ideas, like, okay, I guess. So that's what it comes down to. It's which side of history are you on, dude? Right. Are we still talking? Wait, are you still talking about. I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about okay. in general. So, I don't know why I started associating it back to Ocarina. I was like, mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. 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 Well, we just know that Josh is very, very tough on handing out masterpieces. Is it because you I, just don't want to be on record? As he should be. As he no, should be. Like, it's 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 dependent on his it's an I opinion. Think, I think, it's like I said earlier, I don't think I like when we put numbers to things. And if you could, like so I said, then describe it more... Pr- yeah what's priceless to you you know how much you attribute such attachment to it you know then i'll understand this movie or game or whatever it is really resonates with you and i understand and i recognize that as a price is a masterpiece to you you know so i i think i'm no i i know now it's just putting numbers on things so one out of five a ten out of six do you have commitment issues (laughs) (laughs) well any final thoughts? No. Glad, All right. Glad I, I, I got taken on the Avon Galeon journey. How much would you recommend this journey to other people? I think kind of similar to what you said. Like, it's not going to be for everybody. I would definitely recommend it to people who enjoy existential things. Um, and then, you know, especially my generation, like, if you grew up watching Voltron, and you like existential um, things in your in your medium, then I would definitely highly recommend it. So, right on, Josh. Anything else? No, All I right. wouldn't say anything else. I think, yeah, what Junior said. All right, you heard it here, guys. You have to watch this, otherwise, you are an empty, shallow pool of a human being. <laughs> and until next time, adios. See y'all.